We don't have tea today. We don't have tea today. No wisdom today. No wisdom, only some nice ASMR of coffee. I wonder if we can call it a tradition still, if we can like pick it up last, like next if week. If we've never probably done it. <laughs> we've done it two times. Good morning. Good morning. It says 11.30 in the morning. And we thought that we would start with our morning routines today, or what we did this morning, because it ties in quite nicely. No, no. But it ties in with the topic. So, what did you do this morning? This morning, I I wanted to watch a lecture in the morning, um, but then I also slept in, and then I saw that the lecture wasn't uploaded, and I was really happy about that, because that just meant I could read the newspaper and sit and have my tea. <laughs> So I had, I yesterday I bought the Observer, which I felt really, felt really good about. <laughs> it felt like an ego boost to buy yeah. the Observer on a Sunday morning. Um, and then I went to yoga class, which was very nice and very hard. And now I'm here. Lovely. <laughs> well, I guess I do have some kind of routine every day. Um, but I woke up early. Um, and then I tried and do, uh, did some journaling, couldn't oh. find my pen, so I was very happy to go <laughs> on Instagram instead. And then I went on my run along the Thames, I came back, I did my washing, I did my bed, I took a shower and had breakfast. And now we're here. So that's our morning routines. Um, we, we wanted to put, to record this a bit earlier today. Um, but things came in the way. No, actually, I just I didn't think of it that I booked that yoga class, and we're here a bit later. And Maya got quite anxious about that. I got freaked out. But yeah, we have quite the planned out mornings, and just because we started up one hour later, that kind of fucked with my whole routine i don't know why um and that's something we've been talking about quite a lot routines whether we need them whether they're good Mm -hmm. um whether they're glamorized to find a balance all of that kind of stuff and ultimately whether they make you happy or not exactly exactly but essentially we're going back to tiktok (laughs) yeah exactly well it's all over instagram now i think as well which is our main social media outlet yes. slash platform but we're I gonna think. name it by its name which is the that girl trend yeah. the hashtag that girl trend it's a hashtag right I, I don't know if it's a hashtag I think there probably is a hashtag but I think it's just called the that girl trend and I don't know if it's over now or if it's not but I think it's really interesting it's a really interesting notion to talk about and Definitely. I even wrote an essay on it in social psychology yeah. <laughs> Um, but just to clear you guys up, if you're not on TikTok or, I'm sorry, but you've been living behind a stone, maybe we're going to embarrass ourselves with our, like, not knowing. (laughs) Well, essentially, um, that girl is, should I bring up the definition, Urban Dictionary? Oh, yeah. To begin with, I think the notion of it, like, linguistically, it being that girl, it's always someone else looking at some other person that they don't really know and just seeing it as this uh, very unachievable person who who always does everything right. Your ultimate goal of perfection, which essentially, by definition, you can never reach. And that's why it's always someone else you're looking at. But Urban Dictionary defines that girl 
as a girl or any gender that gets up at 5am, meditates, drinks, smoothies, has showers every day, journals, eats only healthy food and goes to the gym every day and is successful in many ways. That's a weird phrasing, Urban Dictionary. But I do I do think it's right. Like that girl, she's both um, successful and kind of like self-growth. Like she knows herself. She is like loving to herself. She has self-love, but she's also very like adamant about her career and like physical health goals as well. It's like every single category she's like 100 percent. yes she's perfection she's 21st century capitalist perfection yeah the most productive worker one body the interesting thing about that girl is it's become like a personification of a lifestyle that people think that other people have but i don't i don't know anyone who's actually got that i think you are the probably the closest person i know to have that lifestyle like fully but what we prescribe to that is so many emotions that we I guess we wish to be in more often but at least I don't believe that those types of behaviors and actions necessarily lead to satisfaction and happiness and like contentment in life yeah I agree and I I think the whole thing around that girl is we've already said it but it's this continuous process you never arrive at being that girl and in that continuous thriving to be better and better and better it kind of just shows how unsustainable the whole lifestyle is no one can wake up at 5 a.m every day yeah um but still it's so glamorized and so applauded by everyone Mm. um and that's kind of the whole issue i have around it i'm i'm wondering if that's just a that girl lifestyle or if that's something that's kind of true for any lifestyle that we can think of that they're unsustainable that it's this like you put some kind of personification of the lifestyle on a pedestal and you have these very exact values that you that you prescribe to it Mm. and it's it it becomes unattainable because for some reason i think that's like the notion of lifestyle is a very like inhumane way to is, live almost yeah is that is it just me like not understanding what the definition of a lifestyle is or no i do think it, well it's always definitions are quite rigid anyways and a lifestyle is something that is let's say promoted to many different people and there's no way that all of these people with their different lives can attain that lifestyle in mm-hmm. the exact the same way yeah um so that's kind of the essential flaw in lifestyles anyway yeah and i think with that girl especially it's really that's the most problematic part because the sounds on tiktok literally say you need to become that girl you need to like this is the year that you're going to become that girl this is your sign to become that girl but it doesn't take into consideration the obvious obstacles to becoming that girl for someone who is not like white, rich and super like has all this time in the morning to like yeah. meditate and journal and definitely. <laughs> and <laughs> even those people, even those people it's still not sustainable to yeah. to have that kind of lifestyle and 
well there's there's full youtube videos like tutorials basically on how yeah. to become that girl glow up diaries are like hugely popular and it's and not that we haven't watched them that's the whole thing yeah. they're addicting and there's this there's so inspiring that someone is like taking control of their lives and kind of reimagining what they could be because mm-hmm. there's something so sexy about moving towards a goal mm. and being very like disciplined about it mm. yeah i think control is a key word here um and the word i i think i struggle with the most with this whole trend um so it's basically controlling every single aspect of your life you control what you eat when you wake up everything mm. is timed out precisely yeah actually there's a lot of morning routines when you can see minute by minute what people what are they're doing. doing so like it's yeah. very exact and you don't just meditate as long as you want you meditate for 10 minutes and you've probably set a timer for those 10 minutes mm-hmm. and then you take yourself to the shower and you can't spend more than 15 minutes in the shower and then you plan a podcast and you start <laughs> half an hour later and it stresses you out and that notion of control is what i think why this lifestyle trend affects me so much but here it just seems like the most rigid control of your life and what happens if you wake up and don't have that control one day what happens if you're not that girl because that whole identity of the that girl is built up on these steps that they follow every day what happens if they miss out on one step yeah are they miserable I think I think it, the the thing that it's ultimately selling is the inner strength that you have once you follow a routine and so that when that routine is taken away from you you still have the strength but I really don't think that's the case for I a lot of people. Think so. I think it's actually the opposite that you're you're holding on to something and that kind of makes you ignore other parts of yourself. Definitely. And I think it can make people very miserable to fall out of that routine because it's essentially um with this lifestyle or gen in general lifestyles they build up your identity like a big part of your identity is your lifestyle Mm. um and what happens if your lifestyle falls apart does your identity fall apart how do you make sense of yourself this actually ties in very nicely to so before this podcast i wanted to um to research exactly this like it's it's lifestyle something that we have like within us is it something that humans are just like conditioned to kind of feel like they need to prescribe to or how many times have i said prescribe in this podcast too many already I haven't had. <laughs> <laughs> um is it something innate in us or is it something that kind of happens once we're at the top of maslow's um hierarchy of needs you know that pyramid like on the basal level it's like just breathing yes. and like, like eating and mm-hmm. sleeping and mm-hmm. drinking water and having a safe place mm-hmm. to sleep and everything mm-hmm. um and then the very top it's like self-fulfillment and like mm-hmm. what's the what's the meaning of life and mm-hmm. all of these things that we in the in the western world and people who are um like lucky enough to have very stable and like easy lives can can think of um, and so I did some researching into the the history of lifestyles because mm-hmm. it's really feels like something that it's not very needed on the basal level. It's just 
lifing, like <laughs> just surviving. And mm-hmm. then the style of your life should be something that probably fits into the like, the higher levels. Um, the highest, definitely. Yeah. Because it's, it's, because it's about, oh, who I who am I in this world? Mm-hmm. And like, not just how can I keep my body alive? Definitely. <laughs> and also there's a huge aspect with showing others how you're living, but we can go into yeah, that. Yeah, that's like, yeah, I feel like... We don't, we don't, we never have a structure with these. We just kind of keep going. And In then case you haven't noticed. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to see when like the word lifestyle even started. And um, I looked at the online etymology dictionary. So like the, the origin of words and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it actually has only been documented in, since the 1960s, which is like really recently. So mm-hmm. basically industrialization huge middle class that's when you get like styles of life mm-hmm. um but when the the word was very first used it was actually alfred adler no way <laughs> i know <laughs> i had but never heard of that guy me neither and then here he is again if Maybe you haven't listened to the first podcast episode we <laughs> stumbled upon this guy made fun of his name and apparently he's He's, He's the Austrian, guy to know. Apparently. He's Austrian, mm-hmm. not German. Um, but then that was more like a definition of someone's early character, like a mm-hmm. baby's character that kind of follows through, like more like a personality thing, I mm-hmm. guess, mm-hmm. Um, like latent traits. Um, and I thought that was quite interesting that we actually haven't, it's not even when industrialization started, because I think people were still quite in dire need <laughs> at that time, but it's really started in... Uh, the nineteen like sixties and the in the Western world, mm-hmm. which is really interesting to me that it's such a huge part of our lives now. Like I think lifestyle that word has been with me throughout my life, and it's um, it's really something at the top of everyone's minds. But up until the nineteen sixties, it wasn't even talked about. There was no word for it. Mm-hmm. And I think what's also important to to consider is that. It might have been out there, the notion of lifestyle in 1960s, but I think these recent years we've seen the commodification of lifestyles because it's not something you just do, it's something you buy into. Oh yeah. And it's something that is sold. You can't just be that girl by waking up early. You have to buy goji berries. Like, it's these specific goods you have to buy Mm -hmm. to buy into a lifestyle. Yeah. It's almost like it's a brand without a company tied to it. Yeah, definitely. It's... it's, The That Girl brand. Yeah. It's like, I want to be part of that brand. Like, it's it's the same kind kind of thinking that you're putting your resources into a certain set of behaviors and... You're doing that because of that. There's this like deeper uh, meaning of being that girl and being mm-hmm. the type of person who would do that. Mm-hmm. So I guess a question to ask, and I'm just gonna ask you: Do you want to be that girl? Do you want to buy into the brand? Um, I think my my ego definitely wants to be that girl. I think I I feel bad when I do stuff that's the opposite like if, like today when I slept in instead of seeing if my lecture was up and I felt happy when my lecture wasn't there this morning um that's like a consequence of me wanting to be the type of person who's just 
gets up at 7am and then watches a lecture and then goes to yoga class. Like, I'm super brainwashed, I guess, in the way that that is the way I would like to live my life. And it Mm. manifests in, you know, actual negative emotions Mm. towards myself and towards the things I do when I don't prescribe to it. Mm -hmm. Which is so unnecessary. What about you? Well, I... I totally agree. I I actually feel really bad if I do not go through my routine and if I do if I don't go for a run, if I do not study a lot and I've been wondering, like preparing for this podcast, whether the that girl trend actually triggered that. Because mm-hmm. I've been doing this all my not all my life, but I've been doing this before I saw the that girl trend but the that girl trend kind of I think strengthened me in my belief that what I'm doing is right Mm -hmm. um because it's so glamorized and people tell oh god you've been on a run already and you've done this and this you've got your shit together you have a good life and you you know what you're doing but I don't think that having a certain lifestyle and that's what I want to come on to later um, actually does make you happy or actually shows that you're successful yeah well I think our notion of success is so deeply tied to the same type of behaviors that we are glamorizing I mm-hmm. think we we overvalue success in general I overvalue success hugely mm-hmm. but what kind of success does that girl really have that's what I'm wondering it's just these signifiers I feel like it's yeah. oh this person because she wakes up at 5am because mm. she journals because she's um thinking about her life because she's going on a run and eating healthy she must be successful but she isn't actually successful yeah. we don't know what that girl has achieved but I think so if I'm going to be the devil's advocate or the that girl's advocate, <laughs> I no, she's a devil. I think in case you need one, that girl, <laughs> um, I think that girl would say that being successful is not about what you're achieving, but about the journey that you take there. So like you taking steps to become, as James Clear would say, 1% better every day. That is success on its own. And I think even that thing is so constraining to me. Like, this notion of always going up, like, never being enough where you are right now, Mm. but always needing to have a direction that's just upwards. Yeah. It creates, like, a tunnel vision almost. Like, it's like you can't see what's around you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what other paths might be even more fulfilling for Mm -hmm. you to take. Mm -hmm. And I think just the notion of striving to be successful it's fundamentally disregarding what you already have yeah yeah and i think it kind of also distracts from from actual goals you want to achieve i don't know i feel like the whole building a lifestyle part takes up so much energy that you might (laughs) just get distracted from where you actually want to go yeah because i feel like in some ways the you know those billionaire morning routines, which is very similar to... No. No, I've, it, Never it's seen like that. a YouTube trend where people, um, so billionaires, like post on some social media or a blog or something what they do each morning. 
or what they do in the evening or something um and it's all very focused on like them becoming the type of person that they need to be to be the leader of this huge company mm-hmm. or something um and then people replicate those morning trees and see like what it does for them mm-hmm. and i think in some ways that is a more honest way to approach these behaviors because with that girl you're just doing it as you're saying for, for the, the behaviors themselves yeah mm-hmm. it's like the, the routine is the goal but with those types of morning routines it's they're stating that you're doing this so that you'll get better at mm-hmm. this task mm-hmm. at work mm-hmm. or that you'll be a more open-minded person yeah. it's, it's it's a lot of like meditation and like journaling about like what like your strengths and weaknesses as a like a business yeah. or a leader or something um and while I think that's also problematic in its own mm-hmm. ways, mm-hmm. I I kind of have a stronger affiliation to that part of it because it feels like there's some truth to it yeah, rather than I just totally this facade mm-hmm. of like Instagram-worthy routines. Definitely. And then that also kind of ties in again with your whole identity being that routine. Mm-hmm. What happens if you're not that routine, then you're just nothing. Yeah. And when you're using that routine to get somewhere, of course it's it might feel bad to fall out of that routine, but there's still this bigger goal you're throwing yeah, towards. Exactly. And I think that's my whole p- problem. This is where I get suspicious of the dark girl trend is it entails this set of values and it it claims that it's about like balance and self care and um like loving yourself as you are and then just bettering yourself. But it feels like you need to perform those values. Like you need to achieve self-love. You need to um, become better at caring for yourself. There's this like competition almost. Mm. Even though it's with yourself, it still never settles. You you can never just relax. And it's not with yourself. That's the whole lie. You have to post it as well. It's a whole kind of aesthetic. You have to post a story of your breakfast Mm. and I don't think you can by definition be that girl without showing it to others that's a huge part of it Mm. or at least maybe not showing every part but everyone knows that you are that type yeah 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 and I think ultimately there's nothing wrong with having these routines and wanting to even show it to other people in itself because you can still be a very functioning healthy emotionally intelligent person um but it doesn't leave that much room for other values and behaviors Mm -hmm. that are Mm -hmm. super healthy and like good for you as well like crying or um sleeping confused sleeping in uh listening to your body and not going for a run yeah exactly um and even sometimes being a bit mean to your body because you think it's fun yeah like drinking alcohol yeah (laughs) please do drink alcohol (laughs) that's actually i wanted to come back to that because on urban dictionary there's two definitions for that girl oh and the other one is completely the opposite i hadn't heard of the use of um that other that girl before um (laughs) the other the other girl the the former that girl before she developed and before she detoxed herself (laughs) <laughs> the other that girl is a female who's frequently drunk before 11 a.m lives <laughs> off vodka and or wine has fake tits blacks out often and will text like it's their job okay 
And I don't know if that influenced the current trend of that girl, like wanting to move away from this very unproductive Uh um, former lifestyle. But I think it's really interesting because then again, it's about not being that other girl. It's all just pointing at someone else saying, that's the type of person you are. That's the type of person you are. It's like stereotyping girls into these different categories. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it's really hard to manage because... I don't want to demonize the whole trend. I do think it is not the trend essentially, but the lifestyle the trend shows. Mm-hmm. I do think it has some very healthy aspects mm. to it. And I do think that routines can help you. And I would be lying if I <laughs> if I said I could, yeah, not do my routines every day. <laughs> but um, as you said, it's all about this balance and about um, being able to, jump out of that routine and not question your whole identity and question your whole meaning in life and that's why I have such a problem with it I think it being on social media as well and it being um shown to these very young girls um because essentially it's a whole big trigger warning yeah and because of the nature of the algorithms the videos that you see on your for you page will be the the ones that are already super like thin and fit and they already have all these attributes that you're kind of I guess that's like another goal that people want to be they want to look like that girl as Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. and if that's what young girls are shown Mm -hmm. yeah that's could Mm -hmm. go down a dark path as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah when I when I see those videos like all of my I mean you've talked about it in your in your essay that it does just promote these very unhealthy patterns of thinking Mm -hmm. um about how to control your workout your movement your eating and it's just essentially a whole list of like triggers for eating disorders and um other like lifestyle related disorders that so many people are struggling with already and that's why the whole trend just kind of freaks me out a bit it's it's literally like a yardstick that you can compare yourself to have I checked this off today? Have I checked yeah. this off today? And I think the nature of social media and TikTok especially is that you come back to it. You always, I don't know how many times a day I check Instagram. And when I have TikTok, I currently don't have it on my phone. <laughs> Probably will download it again soon. Um, I check it all the time. So it, I'm always subjected to the things I'm not doing. Mm-hmm. The things I could do better. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering... If we are through talking about that girl like this and pointing out all her flaws and what we could do better in terms of our like spiritual well-being, are we just creating another standard? Are we just creating another stereotype? Are we creating this girl? I don't know. Um, I hope not. I hope we're leaving some room for other girls, for a variety of girls. That's a whole other issue with that whole trend. <laughs> yeah, with that you can't. It's a white heterosexual girl. And if you're not a white heterosexual girl, I'm sorry, but like, you won't be that girl. Yeah, exactly. Whoever you are, that's what you're expected to strike towards. And that's kind of the whole issue that it's unattainable, mm-hmm. basically. <laughs> well, I <laughs> hope we're not started. creating another girl i'm just wondering if you can ever talk about people in this way and talk about routines and what people are doing and not doing and like moralizing basically Mm -hmm. what 
people are doing with their lives without sound or without creating some kind of stereotype or some mm-hmm. kind of set of values that you should prescribe to and without putting other routines down yeah or without putting the lack of routine down mm-hmm. but it's hard to manage that's true i think what we can't deny is that humans are creatures of routine and what we also can't deny is that we live in a very productivity based capitalist society where our routines are leading more and more towards this creation of a lifestyle that can just be the most productive as possible mm-hmm. but maybe we should instead of glamorizing those routines and creating trends out of them we should we should just have an open discussion around it and feel like we can we can talk about it without prescribing it onto other people and having i don't know being aware of it i guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not putting it on a pedestal not creating that one routine yeah because i i feel like we can't we can't escape that girl we just need to to manage our perception of her so that we can ultimately want we want to be fulfilled happy individuals and yeah maybe that girl could help some people in becoming that like becoming fulfilled and that's great in that case mm-hmm. and we just need to be aware of the issues and talk mm-hmm. about it and mm-hmm. have a continuous discussion and not just leave it that this is the the highest way to be well we're ending here um whatever kind of routine you had today whatever kind of <laughs> day you're building whether you're sleeping in or not having an acai bowl for breakfast it's all great yes have a crumpet next time okay well we'll see you next week yeah like on routine we'll we'll do this on routine from now on okay bye-bye bye-bye <laughs>